Hi, my name's Vicky and I'm the host of Help, I'm Home Educating. I am fairly new to home educating and completely new to podcasting. So this podcast is for you if you, like me, are looking for something a bit rough around the edges that is completely honest and will share with you the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows of home educating two children in Northamptonshire. If this sounds like it's interesting, then uh, please stick with me and um, yeah, we'll, um, we'll see how it all goes. But I'm hoping that this journey will be entertaining as well as uplifting and interesting for everybody to listen to. everyone i'm just grabbing the opportunity to um update the podcast with latest information um so it's um lunchtime on saturday the 19th of february 2022 and uh yeah i just thought oh i've got 20 minutes or so now i can have a little ramble um so we've just survived the latest storm um that hit yesterday it was pretty wild but not as wild as it could have been up up here in Northamptonshire anyway but I hope everyone's okay after that excuse me having a yawn so so professional this podcast um so have some pretty monumental news actually so my daughter um has well I've deregistered her basically um Obviously, I was very open about the fact that I was hoping she would defect to the other side and come home, as I keep calling it. Um, But I didn't want to put any pressure on. And basically what happened, she had a day off school um, a couple of weeks back. And she felt really quite poorly in the morning, but you know how children do she picked up and felt a lot better like by about 10 o'clock she was right as rain but school don't really like you to send them in late if they've been feeling at all unwell they prefer you know no if you were too ill to come in just stay put so that's what she did so I sort of said to her well you can join in with what we're doing for home school now just to say my children can't get away from calling it homeschool. I know that we in the community don't like to call it homeschool. It's not a school, but you're going to hear me say that again and again because it's the language that my children use. And yeah, so apology for that. Um, yeah, so she she tagged along with us for the day and was kind of blown away by it and like, wow. So is this what you do every day? And what sort of things would I be doing? And it just was asking lots of questions. I was trying to be ever so balanced, but my son was just really selling it to her. Um, so that by the end of the day, she was asking um, to be home educated. <clears throat> Obviously, she's sort of preaching to the choir here. I was never going to say no, but we did say um, we... Uh, myself and my husband um are more than happy for you to be home educated but let's leave it until kind of 
midway through half term <clears throat> that would that was thinking that would give her seven days to really think about it and really decide she was adamant but you know she's an eight-year-old I really want to do it well please let me do it and we were like we're not saying no we're saying yes but let you know let yourself have some time and some space to think about it you've got two more days at school before half term I don't want to go in kind of thing we were like no no you go in and you really experience those two days at school and really think about what you're letting go of and it's a it's a huge thing to put on a little child um it did need to be her decision and yeah she there, there's no doubt in her mind she wants to do it so the letter I posted the letter I think what are we on We're on Saturday I think I posted the letter on Thursday so as of this coming Monday day after tomorrow <clears throat> I am home educating too so it's going to be really interesting it's going to come with a lot of challenges and um my daughter is um completely different to my son so different emotions involved she needs to be handled <laughs> that sounds awful um but she she's a lot more sensitive um and when she becomes anxious which she does become anxious quite easily it comes out as a kind of tantrum type scenario her, her leg will start to almost cycle you know really sort of start kicking her leg not she doesn't want to hurt anyone it's completely involuntary she's always been like that since she was a tiny toddler um and if she gets beyond a certain point it's incredibly difficult to calm her down so this doesn't happen at school it only happens at home because obviously they're safe at home they can express these things at school I think she held it in all day and then would come home and potentially it would unleash on one of us so my gut feeling is that we'll get on top of this and the fact that she's at home and the stress levels will be much reduced once she trusts that and believes okay this is it now I don't there's nothing for me to get stressed or feel pressure over I'm hoping we'll see less of that but it's gonna be challenging so the first thing that we did together she all led by her she wanted to make a schedule so we've got several things now that are sort of put in place during the week I don't like to be timetabled um, I like I have a rough plan of something to do with nature generally some kind of walk every day if possible if we can't go out then we'll do something else we'll do some yoga or we'll read about nature or you know something <clears throat> that keeps us kind of in that world because that's very important to me and I think there's so much we can learn from nature and it's such a huge subject um yeah so something to do with nature every day english maths and then either science geography history one of the humanities um something like that are, are like the bare minimum things that we try and do every day um around that they can kind of do whatever they like but also now we we do um well we're trying out a drama club for my daughter on tuesday afternoons my son does an online dungeons and dragons 
um, game every Tuesday morning. And then Thursdays at the moment are, are out days where we go um, swimming lessons and then either a park meet or we go to someone's house who lives near the swimming and it's educational but fun. So I made a schedule that kind of marked these things that we can't move and gave that to her because she asked me to and then she wanted to put everything around it so she immediately became stressed that she didn't know how to lay this out like how do I do I don't know what to do and, and me saying you can do it however you want to made it 10 times worse now had I said do it like this I don't think she would have responded well to that either so instead, I took a very deep breath because I get very triggered when she gets triggered. My anxiety kicks in and then I want to go, Rah! which really doesn't help. So I took a deep breath and I was like, listen, I held her hand and I said, just stay calm. And she's there going <laughs> like that. Just stay calm. I will show you what I would do. And I made seven boxes on a page. And then I started writing 10 a.m. on Tuesday. I don't know how to do times. So I said, okay, let's let's just forget about times and let's just write the things we know we're doing in the day. Oh, okay. And she liked that. And then, so she did that. She wrote all the things that were on my schedule already in green. And then she said, hey, I've got a good idea. How about I get a different colored pen and I write in things that I want to do on those days that you wouldn't know about. And I said, that's a brilliant idea. So we've ended up with things like, dancing, yoga, um, play date, you know, things like this that she's added to various days. And I said, then I can look at those, can't I? And we can talk about whether we can fit them in. So she didn't need to do that schedule, but she really wanted to. She's very excited. And I think she definitely needs boundaries and structure a lot more than my son does. Um, so that's that. Now, what are we doing? I have downloaded a huge amount of resource for both of them, actually, for next week. I found something on Twinkle for my son, which is the Great Train Robbery CSI Investigation. Now, it seems to take in all kinds of different subjects and skill sets. And I think, you know, this, this will keep him going for a couple of days. It's really interesting. Um, for my daughter, we have so much that I can do with her. I'm going to try her on the software that Alec, I've said his, I was never sure whether to actually say their names or not, but it's going to happen. So my son is called Alex. My daughter is called Livy. Um, anybody that knows me will know that anyway. And people who don't, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because you don't know me. You don't know us. So, um. <laughs> It's just easier to say their names. Yeah, so all the software that I've bought for Alex, I can also use for Livy. And um, we're going to see how she gets on with that. So we've got Doodle Maths, Numerize, um, Night Zookeeper, which she had a go on in Christmas holidays, and she liked that. Um, but with the Doodle package... For her age group, I've also got Doodle English, Doodle Times Tables. I don't know if I'm calling them the right things, but Doodle Spelling. So there's lots of software for her. There's lots of twinkle things. I mean, really, for an eight-year-old, 
there's just so much out there that we can do together. We've got the Mel chemistry sets. Um, we are going to see a children's ballet um, on Wednesday, which is the Northern Ballet. They're doing Pinocchio. And it's only 40 minutes, and she's very excited about that. So that's good. Um, and she, she does dance, so particularly interesting for her. So I just feel, yeah. I mean, I think for the first year, you're finding your feet anyway, but certainly this first week is just going to be very, very baby steps, trial and error. We will see what works, and I have to be balancing both of them. So it may be that she wakes up really keen and wants to start, you know, just hit the floor running at 8 a.m. I'm perfectly happy to facilitate that. But Alex doesn't start, Alex's hours tend to be like 10 till two, unless we get really into something or we're out and about. Um, so, you know, it may be that I work with her between eight and 10-ish, and then she has a, a break or she goes and does something independently whilst I can then sit and do concentrated work with Alex, maybe some maths or something that he really needs me to be with him for. We've just got to find the way of working it. And I'm, I am hoping that they can also do lots of projects together. They, When they are both rested and calm, their, their relationship is wonderful. <clears throat> but like all siblings and all people in a relationship, when they're tired or stressed, it can be quite horrible. So balancing that's going to be good. Um, my husband works from home. Well, we, I work from home too. I don't know when I'm going to get my time. We'll go into that in a bit. Um, so we can't have slanging matches and screaming and stuff. Um, and when it was just me and Alex at home, it was very chilled out and calm. And I really want to try and maintain that. Um, but there's a very different energy involved with Livy. She um, is hungry for information and stimulation and not always great at being left to do stuff independently. But that's only going to improve. I'm really confident that this is going to be the best thing that we can do for them. And it's going to tune me in far better to what she needs to succeed. Um, she was having some problems at school. She was getting very stressed out and it was causing relational issues with other children or another child that it was just so difficult to watch. And being at school, you can't get away from people. You can ask them to leave you alone, but if they won't leave you alone, yeah, it, it was a really toxic situation and I'm just so relieved that she's um, she's not part of it anymore and we can just focus on her well-being and giving her the education that she wants to have. So as for me, I'm not sure if I've shared this, but I'm training to be a yoga teacher. Um, I keep saying I'm not sure if I'm going to teach at the end of it, but I will teach, but I, I don't see it becoming a business or a career move or anything like that. I see it as 
friends and people I know who are interested in learning yoga, in practicing yoga, um, can come to me and share it with me. I, I, yeah, I'm doing it more as a self-development exercise than a, right, let's become a yoga teacher and go and hire out village halls and stuff. It's, it's maybe I'll feel different in a few years, but right now it's just for me. I go one Saturday a month for training. It's the 200 hour kind of standard that you have to do to become a qualified yoga teacher. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. Personally, I would prefer to be practicing yoga every day. I do in small ways, but I don't really have good sessions any more than three or four times a week at the moment. And with Livy coming home, I wonder how much I'm going to be able to do. Now, she wants to do yoga with me, but it's not the same as just doing it you know, with my eyes closed, on my own, in my own space for an hour. It's a completely different dynamic. Um, probably wonderful, but different. But my yoga centre that I am a member of um, runs daily weekday classes at 7am. And I'm going to try going to two a week. Um, obviously, it means me hauling myself out of bed extra early. But, you know, I'm not doing school runs. Um, I'm not having to make packed lunches and stuff. I can get the kids breakfast out the night before or in the morning, leave it for them on the table, head out to yoga and be back and showered by like half past eight because it's it's literally three minutes away. And then I, I will feel like I'm not sacrificing something really important to me. So if I can do two mornings a week and then I go um, every Tuesday to my yoga teacher who's training me to be a teacher um, for a special class, really in depth. And potentially there's two classes at the weekend I can do. And so, you know, that's <clears throat> that's enough. Um, and the good thing about yoga is it's not exhausting. It's not obviously running and things that energizing and the rest of it, but. I'm not going to feel physically exhausted if I if I do this, whereas personally I would if it was jogging or something or running. So I think I can fit that in. Coffee and stuff with friends going to be harder. Um, you know, I have friends whose kids are obviously at school locally and they're already saying to me, oh, when are you free next week? And I'm like, oh, I, I don't think I'm going to be. I need... I need to scope out the next month and see how this is going to work. Um, and yeah, weekends are going to become really important, I think. Weekends and evenings. <laughs> but, um, you know, to sum up, I'm really, really excited. I know I've got this. I know I can do it. It feels like such a positive thing. It feels great to not have to send her or anybody in this house into school. It feels right. It feels natural for us to do this. And um, yeah, I will obviously keep you updated. So this is a, a very quick update. But um, I have promised to try and keep the podcast updated as best I can. 
and I will continue to do that um, early mornings and weekends, I guess, when I get the quiet. But I hope everyone out there is okay. Like I said before, if there's any topics or any questions you have, um, if you're local to Northamptonshire um, and you can share any tips or places to go or anything like that, then um, I'd love to hear it. I found out something yesterday or the day before that I didn't know, but every other parent seems to know about it. So, But I'm going to say it just in case you were like me and you don't know. You can um, apply for it or your child can apply for a Blue Peter badge. If you go to the Blue Peter website, there's several badges that they can apply for and different ways that they can apply for it. Um, now, once you get that badge, which it's saying can take up to 12 weeks, and a friend of mine says, yeah, it's been 11 weeks and she still hasn't received her, so that is true, you, you get free access to all kinds of places. There's 200 places on the website listed, places like the York Viking, you know, the Yorvik Centre in York, um, Whipsnade Zoo, like real big ticket places, as well as, you know, smaller regional things. Some national heritage properties, I think, uh, really, really worth doing. So one of the first things that I think we're going to do this week is I'm going to sit down and encourage the children to um, just do a piece of work and um, we can send it. You can like if it's something big, like let's say your child builds a hedgehog house. It's just random off the top of my head. You can photograph it, print that off and send it to them. It has to be letter, snail mail. Um, or if it's just a drawing, you can do that or a poem or a piece of writing or just something that's linked in with a hobby. You know, oh, I got my 50 metre swimming certificate and take a photocopy of it and send that in. Um, but, yeah, there's also things like things that you've done um, environmentally. So maybe they've gone litter picking. You could send a photo of them doing that. Musical stuff, if they've it can now play a piece on their guitar or their keyboard, anything like that. You just need to send some proof in and wait 12 weeks and they will receive a Blue Peter badge and a little card. And um, really worth doing, really, really worth doing. So yeah, if you um, didn't know about that, like I didn't, check it out. Anyway, um, wishing everybody the best and I will catch up with you in a podcast really soon. Bye.